We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. What's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. The universal handle for the socials is at Q's Militia. Go there, join the militia. We are the only Syracuse sports podcast centered around giving you the fans a voice. So welcome. Happy... Tuesday, a couple days later than normal. Yeah. Sometimes we record on Sunday, and we thought about it, and uh, we decided not to. <laughs> Set it against it. <laughs> so, so well, I mean, it's been like such a, it's been such a mess. I don't know what everything's going like with you, but like it's kind of been a mess in my house, bro. Like schools, school, quote unquote, school is back, so it's online and it's mm. um you know i have to make sure they're doing it it's virtual so, yeah yeah heather has to do the same thing it sucks yeah. my wife works long hours and so i was just getting wore out and like joe texted me like hey man we're doing a show tonight and i'm like laying on the couch and i'm like i don't know man what do you think <sighs> <laughs> so anyways that's writing is on the wall yeah <laughs> yeah that's kind of how that went down so uh we were gonna have tyler on to talk about su in the draft and we'll have him on we'll We'll hear what he has to say about it, but yeah. he's tied up with some family tonight, so we're just going to give you our quick little take. We've got some Bayheim's Army news, some other news, um, and uh, you know, I guess just basic, basic off-season stuff. We're back into the swing of the basic off-season episodes we've been doing for three years now. So yeah, that no, is that. and you know, we're trying to keep a little bit of normalcy, right? Uh, like you talked about, we don't really know futures in doubt with the sports and we know we have a little layover here before football starts. So we're all, we're just going to pretend like it's all just going to happen. Right. So that reminds me, you just peaked something in my brain real quick. I remember seeing something today that says, uh, the governor of New York is saying that, well, he doesn't know, you know, if the state fair is going to go because if the rest of the state's not open, the fair is not going to open. Well, folks, the fair happens at the end of, August, beginning of September. I mean, we don't. Yeah. If if he doesn't have that kind of foresight, we're not going to see anything in New York. No. If you can't no. have the fair, you can't have football in the dome, right? So right. let's figure this out. What is going on? There, there. We need to figure this out. This is getting a, a bit absurd. Uh, if you ask me, he doesn't know the end of August. I mean, dude. Have some optimism about you. It is seriously. <laughs> it is like not even May yet. I know it's only a couple days away, but right. Come on, let's let's have some optimism. Anyway, uh, we will get into um, all the Syracuse related news 
as it is. Uh, but first, we want to hear from the good folks over at Simply Safe. Now, when it comes to home security, as you well know, because I've said this before, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's a traditional way where you wait uh, weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune, or there's the other way, and that's the Simply Safe way. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award-winning protection, two-time winner of the CNET Editor's Choice Award, which is way better than the BNET or the ANET, by the way. Simply Safe blankets your whole home in safety. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry motion and glass break sensors are the best in the business. They guard the inside. You barely even notice it's there. But what's truly remarkable is you could set this thing up all by yourself. Uh, you barely even, um, you can, anyone could do it. It takes up to 30 minutes to an hour tops, and there's absolutely no trade-offs for your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to be dispatched to your home at a moment's notice 24-7, and it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. You want it for a month? You're going out of town in July? Go ahead and hit it up. Well, I don't know. Can you leave town? I don't know. We won't. I have no idea. I don't know if we can do that yet. But if you are able to in July, start it up. 15 bucks, no contract. Uh, that's why The Verge calls Simply Safe the best home security system. So go to simplysafe.com slash team today and you will get free shipping in a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go there now. Simplysafe.com forward slash team. That's simplysafe.com slash team. Thank you, Simply Safe. So uh, one more non, well, it is Syracuse related because it has to do with our Facebook page. Now, Joe, you know I have this huge issue with Facebook, and I don't talk about it much here. No. But but here's the thing. I post to Facebook quite a bit, and it gets very little foot traffic. Like, I get very little. We get very little foot traffic through here. And I don't know what it is in the algorithm. I mean, I have an idea, but I'm not, like, totally sure. I have no, I have no you know confirmation but you know i put out a video oh i don't know two hours ago it's it's been reached it's reached 50 people there's two there's almost 2100 people on our facebook page <laughs> i mean it just doesn't seem 109 people um have seen the post about brandon trish joining the Bayheim's army by the way congrats to that got our fourth player there um so you know it's just odd it's just odd i don't know Go all the way down to even the Alton Robinson, um, you know, screenshot that I took from Seattle's Twitter page. It's it's, it's reached five hundred people. So videos do the worst too on Facebook. By the way, maybe I'll just stop doing videos. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe it's the videos. But anyway, if maybe. You, if you if you're on Facebook, the more you interact, the more you'll see. So I don't I don't do anything for likes. I don't care. But if you want to see it, there's either settings to do it or. Um, you just got to interact with it. So anyway, I'll just leave it <clears> like that. So, all right. Hey, look, uh, the ACC men's basketball tournament will return to Greensboro in 2023. So that's something mm. to look forward to, right? So, hey, maybe we can actually plan that one out. I don't know. You think we can plan that out, Joe? We, we talk so much um, fluff about planning stuff out. Now, what now, do you mean? I go to the games. Well, we were gonna we were we were talking with James about going to Greensboro this year, and before yeah. let's be honest, before it was canceled, we weren't gonna we weren't we weren't gonna go. Well, Greensboro is an hour away from me, so no, I wasn't gonna go to a ten o'clock game in Greensboro when I had to work the next morning. But if you they would have beat, that, do you plan you take that day off? That's what I'm talking about planning. Oh well, 
That's what I'm talking okay, about. Hey, I wasn't yeah. going to go to that game. I wasn't going to plan for that one. But if they beat Louisville, I was going to go Friday night or Saturday night. If Zivs and Butts are candy nuts, we all have a Merry Christmas. That's not my <laughs> no, point. Whatever. My point is, is we got three years to plan for Greensboro. So let's do it. Um, Syracuse okay. back to the Bahamas, right? Battle for Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are they playing again? I forgot. I all the other people. Up. All, all the other three teams? <laughs> no, there's, I think, eight teams or something oh, like is that. It? Is it? Okay. <clears throat> yeah, they had some some good teams. There were some headliners, but, uh, they would, I mean, also, since we've, I don't even think that we've, um, since we've been back, I think Elijah Hughes, he said that he was staying in, right? Um, yeah, since we last talked, Elijah Hughes didn't know, yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, Michigan State, UConn, Syracuse, Arizona State, Auburn, VCU, which is my 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 wife did her undergrad at SU, but but she's a VCU. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Alum. Uh, Loyola, Chicago. Those will be the headliners for that. So No, there's one more team to be announced. Right, yep. So eighth team is currently to be determined. So... We will keep our eyes on that. Should be fun, though. It's nice. It's far away. Be a great trip to go to that. But there is no way in hell I'm going there without the old lady. So she's not going to let that happen. I'm just going to be honest. Mm. So. Yeah, I'm not going to go to that one. No. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. So uh, <laughs> the the rule changes. Now, we've talked a lot about these rule changes for the NCAA that will um, – they players can earn money for their names and images and likeness. All of this is being reviewed by the sports administration this week mm-hmm. because the NCAA, the NCAA has had – they've been so busy with nothing that they couldn't take this up a couple of weeks ago. But they're starting to talk about this again. It's come up again. It's coming up more and more often, I think. And Joe was a huge skeptic. I said there's going to have to be a move made one way or the other, right? 
Like the NCAA is going to either have to crap or get off the pot. They're either going to have to put their foot down and snuff this thing out, or they're going to have to come with some kind of compromise. So it's going before yeah. the board of governors for the NCAA. They meet Monday and Tuesday. And if adopted, the rules, this according to Syracuse.com, the rules would allow athletes to make sponsorship and endorsement deals with all kinds of companies and third parties from car dealerships to concert promoters to pizza shops. According to a person who has reviewed the recommendations, um, they spoke with the Associated Press uh, uh, on the condition of anonymity. So uh, that bothers me a little bit <laughs> that they don't want to be mm. that they don't want to be named. But that's OK. Maybe it's yeah. a, a little bit of a leak. Maybe that's a good sign. So. Something to keep our eye on. I mean, we've been waiting a long time for this. I mean, if I could be an activist yeah. in sports, it would be for that, I think. You well, I mean? think there's a lot of issues that, that are going on outside of sports and inside of sports that are like this, where I think that nobody is going to be – I feel like nobody gets happy unless they get their way completely. So, right. Um, there has to I be think a compromise, some, man. There's got to be a compromise, exactly. And like I said, I was a skeptic about some things come the NCA. The end of uh, – it's there's going to be a situation where there's they can allow it, but there's still going to be stipulations. There's still going to be regulations. There's still going to be things like that, right? So, just like with opening up the economy with this coronavirus, there's going to be stipulations. It's not just going to be like okay, slow, everything's sl- good. Slow roll, man. A slow roll. Right. Right. So that's kind of how it's got to be, right? And uh, I just don't know if it's it's a situation where. I mean, just like even the Syracuse fans, Otto's Army or whoever, you know, when they were doing what they were doing um, as far as, you know, demanding certain things going on for the school, you know, when everything that was going on with, with you know, the racial slur that was written on the bathroom wall. And then they went to the, right. you know, and you remember reading, you just saw the video there where the guy was there with Bayheim and they were talking about it and they had all these rules and like they talked about how every single one of them had to be met. And it was like, dude, you're crazy. Like, that's not going to happen. Like, so there's going to be compromise. There's got to be compromise And this whole, I got to have it my way, all my way. And you get nothing like that's all got to end. There's got to be compromise because no one fully gets their way in this, in this world. Yeah, absolutely not. And there, and especially when we're talking, you know, we're talking student athletes in a, in an organization that makes billions and billions of dollars. They're going to protect their assets to some extent. But the, the thing about this is in my whole argument with allowing these these kids for name and likeness in in this situation specifically where they can go to um, you know Sam Dell or wherever in in promote themselves or go sign hero cards or you know go to a pizza go to a pizza pub and you know do do that type of appearance there is that nothing right. comes out of the NCAA's pocket it doesn't cost the NCAA anything it just allows these kids to have the freedom to um, to, pro- to promote themselves based on their performance, basically. I mean, someone yeah. really popular is going to be able to rake it in, while walk-ons probably not going to get much attention. In other words, you know, from both ends of the spectrum to just, you know. Yeah, and there's other ways that you can think about it, too, you know, when you look at it as far as devil's advocate, right? I mean, you allow so much opportunity for somebody with a big name to just roll into a town in a college and take care, take advantage of boosters and companies there and make money. I mean, if if it's the wild wild west out there, uh, you know you want you want your student athletes to uh, you want your student athletes to be concentrating on you know athletics and school academics, right? Sure. So if you allow somebody too much power to be able to make an incredible amount of money, 
then I feel like that kind of takes away from what Sh- is really supposed Sh- to be the concentration, correct? I, I get I get it, but shouldn't that be up to the teams? Shouldn't that be up to the coaches? Shouldn't that be up to the school to be like, hey, look, the NCAA is allowing this, but here's 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 our guidelines. No out no bars. Can't be out past midnight or whatever it may be. Right. You know, um, so you gotta, they gotta, the NC, once the NCAA opens it up, schools will come up with their own guidelines to, to keep this thing close to the chest. You know what I'm saying? They're not going yeah, to, it's but not, then again, and then you, then you talk about that, then you give recruiting advantages, right? And then you have right, to worry about right. teams sure. and the sliminess of people taking advantage of cheating and trying to win national championships and get recruits and everything like that. I just think it opens up. That side of that side of the world that kind of takes away the innocence away from from college sports. You know, that's one of the things that I love when I watch college sports. I mean, there's sometimes you watch professionals, NBA games. I mean, sometimes those guys are just mailing it in, trying to keep it close to the fourth quarter when they're playing their 34th game in an 82 game season. Right. Like football, you kind of can't really mail it in. But those guys, as far as college football, I mean, those guys play hard. They know that they're trying to make the NFL. So sometimes some guys kind of get soft when they get that contract um, and make that money when they've been doing it for so long, right? So just the innocence of the college sports, I think when you bring money involved, and there already is money involved at certain levels, but uh, I think it's one of those things where, again, there's going to have to be regulations, and you're going to have to try to make it as even as you possibly can across the board. Yeah, which, I I mean, I know you're just throwing that out there as a a talking point, basically, but, I mean, you're a star, you're a star. You should be able to, you know... No, I understand. I'm not saying equal, equal money. Okay, I'm not I was saying say equal e- money, but I'm right. saying like maybe like a maximum amount of money that okay. you can make. All right. right? Well, may- I mean, maybe that's fair. I'd say equal <clears throat> opportunity with different results. I mean, that's life. So. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, I'm not saying that, but okay. I'm saying, hey, if they're going to max it out at a 50 grand a year, I don't think that's something that somebody can cry about. And you know, the fact of the matter is, a majority of them won't be able to make 50 grand. Through the through the regulations and through the things that they want them to make their money in, it's going to only be the stars. So right. Well, we'll we'll see what happens, and you know, obviously, bigger markets are going to pull in. Syracuse fans turn out though, man. I mean, they're going to pay for that. That's a that's that's something. And, and everywhere, you know, you take your kids there, and it's just right. it's awesome. So all right, let's move on. Um, what else? All right. Well, look, SU in the draft. So the obvious one, Joe. We did kind of a pre-draft show with Tyler. We talked. Yeah. To, we talked a little bit about each player. Round five hundred forty-eighth overall pick, Alton Robinson. Um, five hundred forty-eighth. Did I say five hundred forty-eighth? You said round five. One hundred forty-eighth. Okay, you pick. just said it so fast it sounded. Oh, yeah. Maybe I did. I, I don't know. Um, whatever. Ah, did you I know understand what, what you're saying <laughs> did now? You know what I meant? He's such a jerk. <laughs> you're such a jerk. All right. So, Alton Robinson, we talked, you know, we thought that this was the shoe in. This was probably, if there's going to be one that's drafted, it's Alton. Round five, I think that's probably about right. You know, you you spoke about his injuries. Uh, maybe we did we touch on, like, you know, um, not being able to play in the camp and roll ball and stuff like that. Off off the field stuff, I don't know, but no, nah, we didn't really talk about that. But there was some stuff off the field back when he was in high school, and I believe it was part of the reason why he didn't actually go to what was it, Texas A and M or Mississippi State? One, it was an SEC school. Um, then he ended up going to a JUCO, and then he found himself in Syrac- in Syracuse. Uh, but there were some off the field things that I think, again, whether they're blown out of proportion or not, if it's there, then 
I feel like NFL teams can use it as an excuse not to draft you, right? So right, anything negative, I, anything negative. Yeah, and 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 I, you know, you've read things about scouts, and I read a bunch of scouts about how some people think, you know, that he's a one-trick pony. Don't get me wrong; that one trick is really, really good. But um, Seattle went out there, and there was an article out there that that said that he was surprised that Alton Robinson was still there in round five. I think a lot of people, I don't know about you, but I, I kind of was, I thought he was going to go in round four, but, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he, he liked to get, he liked from what he got. He needs some more pass rushers. And again, obviously when you know what you need, this is just a guy that's probably not going to start, but on certain third down passing downs, you're going to get him in there and he's going to be able to go against, you know, him being fresh and him going against an offensive lineman and during a third down, maybe late in the game, situational sack type of guy. So, yeah. And, uh, you know, his production in 2019, uh, for obvious reasons, was a little subdued, you know, but um, that I guess that worried me a little bit in, in the last show. I think I brought up four and a half sacks on the year. You know, he's getting double teamed a lot and whatnot. But, I mean, that's going to happen. They know the the talent, the size is there. So someone they can develop. By the way, my son's a Seahawks fan. He was he was like in all his glory stoked about this. No, so, nice. Yeah, so nice. Uh, he was a big Beast Mode fan back. You know, the year they won the, he actually picked the Seahawks the year they won the Super Bowl because of yeah. Beast Mode and and um, Russell Wilson's from <laughs> Richmond. So right. um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, he's gonna he's gonna get a jersey. He's gonna get a custom made jersey when he finds out his, what number he's gonna get if he gets on there. Whatever, see what happens. But uh, uh, he's gonna get the jersey. So he might be the only yeah. person with a you know Alton Robinson Seahawks jersey. Who knows? So mm-hmm. um, all right, let's see. Sterling Hoffrichter, round seven, two hundred twenty eighth, the last one for Syracuse that that went in um, was taken almost at the very end. How many picks are there all together? Oh God! I'm sorry. I put you on spot. Two hundred and yeah, what some odd. No, no, no. Okay. There's I don't know it on top the top of my head. Anyway, towards the end. Now look, we talked about his one downside was his probably his size, but I mean when you have a leg like that, I honestly yeah. thought that he could go probably a little bit earlier. I, I thought that um, I think that with a leg like that. It's important to have size. You're the last line of defense. I get it, but with a leg like he's got, man, it's plus he's gonna be in a dome again. Yeah, with the and he's got the airtime, right? Yeah, no, I, right. no, I texted you and Tyler about that, and it was like it was a great pick. You know, yeah, uh, you don't waste, you don't waste a draft. Like I said, not every, not every NFL team needs a punter every year. Obviously, you only have one of them, and many teams are happy with their punter. So when you want to go out and try to get another one, or you see someone you like um, to go out and draft somebody that's really just saying, you know, that you're going out and getting a guy at the same time. He's probably going to be competing against somebody, and that's an easy, easily cuttable draft pick as well, right? There's plenty of seventh round picks that don't make it, so right, yeah. you know they they wanted him, and they 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 saw something in him, and and they're going to give him a shot. They're hoping that he's going to beat their guy out, but just in case he doesn't, you know, again, it's not really hurting anybody. But um, yeah, he's uh, got a great leg, playing in the dome, uh, in New Orleans and in Atlanta, and then you got good weather, uh. Stadiums Did, like Carolina and right. Tampa Bay, right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, if he can get that hang time and get a lot of fair catches and get balls inside the, the twenty, he, then he won't have to worry about uh, about tackling anybody, right? So, right, he's done a great job. I don't know what he averaged. I probably should have looked this up beforehand, so I'll stall while I try. But I don't know what he <laughs> averaged. But I know that he did hit one that was like sixty, sixty-five yards. 
Oh yeah. This, well, and the this fa- past fact year. too, you never. And again, we never really brought up. And maybe this is something that maybe Atlanta knows about or likes, but they didn't say it. I don't believe when they got drafted. I don't know if you saw it, but um, they didn't really mention anything about him possibly being able to be, you know, an emergency place kicker. You know, not every punter can come in and kick field goals as well. Right. You know? Because he hit a fifty-two yarder, as we know, we talked about yeah. in the last show. Are the the. No, so he can come in and, in barring injury, he can he can do everything between kickoff, field goal, and punt. Right. Obviously, you don't want to ask one person to do that, but the the fifty two yarder too was, if I remember right, was outside. I don't know, I don't remember the weather conditions, but I think it was at Holy Cross, right? Yeah. So yeah, I I mean, I kind of thought the draft kind of went exactly the way that I thought. Uh, I mean, I thought Alton would have been picked higher. And I thought that we were going to get a random pick, either a Kendall Coleman, Tristan Jackson, or, or a Sterling Hoffrick during the seventh round. Uh, crossing my fingers that possibly more, but it didn't happen. Didn't happen. His average is 43.2, which is excellent. Yeah, it's pretty good. Between that and his hang time, I mean, that's really what yeah. you're looking at. And his, so. his long was 65. Yeah. So he's actually got a 65 and 65 and 16, a 64 and 17, 58 and 18, a 65 and 19. So it's not something that was a fluke. He can do it. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So undrafted free agents. Let's start with one I was a little surprised about, and I'm not I'm not trying to be negative, but Sean Riley. Okay. Great special teams player. I was a little I was a little I was a little surprised by this because of his size. Plus, he had a he had a bunch of muffed punts. This past year, and yeah, he and, didn't have his greatest year. No, he didn't, and um, though in his size, so you've got that going against him. But is is you know the Patriots pick him up now? The Patriots are known for these little squirrely slot guys. Now I don't yeah. know if they want to stick him in that type of position, but well, that's exactly what they want to do. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, there you go. Because uh, they're talking about Julian Edelman going. I mean, I've heard rumors about Tampa Bay, but I mean. You know he's perfect right there as long as he can be as long as he can catch the ball. That's it. Right. Well, I mean fast. you're not looking at a guy really who's going to come in and obviously play right away, but uh, uh, he regressed and and sometimes like we talked about like what uh, Tyler talked about and brought up was that because of how our offense was and our offensive line and everything, it's so hard to judge some of the players. You know you look at Sean Riley, yeah, his junior year when Dungey was here as a senior, and he he played great. You know, and then we thought we were going to get this. You know, if he progressed. Like you have. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? <laughs> Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. Where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. 
Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. At every other year, we thought we were going to get a pretty solid slot guy, maybe a guy like an Irv Phillips. And right. it just completely just didn't work out that way, right? So I think there's a little bit of that. And then when you look at his tape, again, Belichick, he likes those kind of shifty guys. You're a kick returner. Maybe you can go down and you can play, you know, kick off on special teams. Uh, you can do punt return. You know, if you can become a special teams guy and find a niche, you know, like that Matthew Slater guy that they've had for years there. Well, he's no, like their la- he's like their last fifth receiver, sixth receiver on the roster every year. But he's got a spot because of his special teams and in the way that he plays um, other positions. So I mean, really in NFL, you just got to find a niche. And uh, Riley has the skills to that that Belichick looks for. So he's going to get a chance. But again. Uh, even if he does end up being successful, I don't see it being right away. I, I can see him being hopefully, you know, maybe make the practice squad or something like that if he ends up surprising. But it was surprising to me. We didn't even talk about him. No, we didn't talk about him. I didn't expect him to go. Like, he's fast. Like, he's fast and he's shifty, and, and that's perfect for the <laughs> Patriots. And Bill Belichick has taken all these, like, no-name characters – and you remember, like, Darius Blunt? I mean, where did he come from? You know, he's taking all these mm-hmm. no-name characters. Well, I mean, he made I know. Stop. I know what you're saying. It's just that there's you see some guys that just aren't playing well. You don't see them really being successful in the NFL. And then they go to the Patriots, and they actually succeed, right? And right. They re- yeah. revitalize their careers and stuff totally. like that. Well, that's because of the way he runs his organization. And, again, he sees something in Riley, and they're going to bring him in, and they're going to see whether or not he's just – hit the tip of the iceberg of being able to get better or if he's basically, you know, hit his ceiling and he's just is what he is. And that'll be an easy cut for them. Um, if that's the, if that's the case. Real quick on Riley, kick return stats for his career at SU, 21.2 average yards and um, punt returns 11.3. So it's not terrible, but, um, you know, it doesn't show it on here. But like I said, the muff punts scares me a little bit. But we'll see where he fits in all the best. I mean, I think it's a perfect fit. If if yeah. Sean Riley's going to go anywhere, it's got to be the Patriots. So yeah. um, let's see. Let's go. Let's Tristan Jackson picked up by the Rams. Joe, I didn't really know what to make of this one. I mean, this is one where I'm iffy on even. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. What do you think? Well, he was drafted. Obviously, he he was not drafted. He was invited to the combine. All right. I'm sorry. I right. said drafted. I'm sorry. Yeah, but obviously, well, I messed up too. Obviously, 
there were some things that the teams didn't like, and I don't know specifically what they were, but this was like we talked about receiving. They said that there was 20 receivers that had a first round grade. So, uh, and it was tied for the most receivers that were ever taken since the draft has turned into seven rounds. So, uh, it was wide receiver heavy. You know, your Raiders took three receivers in their first four picks. So, yeah. there was receivers getting taken all over the place. And, you know, I, I just assumed that when I saw that, I was like, ah, oh, Tristan's going to get drafted. You know, and then when he didn't get drafted, I was like, I don't know what it is, but he should have stayed. Obviously, there's something. I mean, he's going to a team that is pass heavy and they're losing Brandon Cooks. And, you know, they they got they got spots open in their offense to kind of carve out a niche. But I don't know, man. I think he needed that one last year, dude. I think so, too, because here's the thing. He's wildly talented. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's a really good wide receiver. With one more year in college, I think this guy goes easily in the draft. I think he's drafted next year. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. I yeah. under, well, I get... He got drafted to the combine this year, and next year the wide receiver pool isn't going to be as talented as, as okay. this year. Okay, well, that's good. Sp- right, that's so good. that's another reason that. to okay. think about it too, right? So yeah. it, to me, I mean, obviously for personal reasons, you never really know what's going on and why someone wants to – to go that route and you know again i'm never gonna hate hate on somebody but just i just think that you know unless he really had to do it or unless he was getting bad information from an agent or somebody or getting pushed from the wrong people like he needed one more year yeah it's kind of how i feel obviously we'll see how that goes next one up on the list um, Kendall Coleman had kind of a similar year to Alton Robinson. We were a little worried about his size. You and Tyler mentioned that. Um, you know, he's going to get a shot. Great. This kid is a great kid. Yeah. Like, he's a leader and he's a team player and he's he's yeah. one of those guys and he's going to give it his all. Um, but what do you think as far as is making the cut? I think that that's kind of where that was going to go. I was thinking that the whole way <clears throat> that, um, you know, with Robert Mathis being pretty much a lifetime Indianapolis Colts player and him helping out Kendall Coleman through this process and the people that he knows and everything, I knew he was going to get a chance. I kind of thought that he wasn't going to get drafted based upon he has had a lot of injuries, shoulder stuff. But just like I said, between his character and everything, I mean, there was I read articles about them basically calling this saying that they thought he was going to be an undrafted free agent and he he was going to go to the Colts just because of his relationship and where he's from. I mean, that's where he's from. Right. He's from Indianapolis. So, yeah. Um, So that's kind of you kind of saw that writing on the wall. So I'm glad he's getting an opportunity. I hope he stays healthy so that he can show them and hopefully make the team. He's he's one I'm really rooting for. I'll just mm-hmm. um, obvious. I'm rooting for all these guys, but you know, this yeah. guy's this guy's a workhorse man. He's he's in the trenches. Um, mm-hmm. Evan Adams, offensive lineman, Joe, uh, yeah. undrafted free agent, is going to get a chance with the Ravens. So, yeah. but this is one we didn't even. I got him. Almost, did we even? Well, talk we brought about it up. We brought we? The, at least we brought him up, but then okay. we kind of were like, yeah, I think Tyler was more or less like because of the way that the Syracuse line just played overall. We, he just didn't think that. Oh, that's right. I remember that. That he was going to have a chance to get drafted, um, and I and I I do understand that, and I see that. But at the same time, I mean, you can't really. I mean, it's an offensive line. It's, it's a whole team as far as you got to work together. So if you're not all on the same page, then it kind of makes you all look bad. Uh, Evan Adams, he he's been starting for a while. I think since his retro sophomore year, retro, I mean retro freshman. I mean something like that. He's been a starter for like three years, and I mean he's mean, and you watch him, especially on the run, run blocking. 
I mean, he's mean. He finishes plays. He he pushes his guys out. And uh, realistically, when this when this when I saw this news, it just made perfect sense because I know that Evan Adams isn't as bad as like what you know. You've seen him as a sophomore and junior play on good lines, better lines than that, right? So again, you can't just fault one person. And then when you look at his his run blocking, especially, and then you see what team he went to with Lamar Jackson and with the running game and how often that they run. Uh, it's, it's a perfect fit for if he is going to actually make a team or if he could make a team. So I'm happy for him as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, to your point, as far as the, the line this past year goes, I mean, you know, you're, you're holding other people up because we had a lot, there was so much that that was just a mess. I don't even know if you can. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, that's tough. It's too it's much. tough to gauge things, right? Yeah, so, people quitting and leaving, and you know, right. And then when we made some changes, and they actually had a couple games and, pra- and weeks of practice to kind of get in the groove, then all of a sudden you saw Mo Neal running for a hundred yards, and we actually looked a little bit better, right? So again, I, I thought that there were some good things at the end of that season, but uh, I think that it definitely hurt some of these other players, you know. I and and a lot of the players that we talked about too, I'm surprised. I'm surprised some of these players, they haven't got undrafted free agent. You know, Lakeem Williams, Evan Foster, Christopher Frederick. I'm surprised. I would have assumed that some of these guys would have already. Or Mo Neal, too. Mo Neal. So, and obviously, there's still time for people to get Yeah, to so get what signed. do you think? I mean, um, I don't um, I don't really um, – I don't know about Mo Neal as far as – getting picked up by the NFL. Yeah, well, I mean, but, if Dante Strickland did, I feel like he's got an opportunity as well. Uh, I like what again. Tyler said. If the XFL were to be able to come back, I, we, I guess that's in the air too. We don't even freaking know about that. But he, right. he almost might be a perfect fit for the XFL. Show your stuff. Get some, you know, get get in there with the big boys. And, and you're making money. So, I mean... I don't know. Seems yeah. like a great fit. I would like to see the X. I'm an XFL fan. I'm, I'm, I have no, to I, I, I know still think it. I still think some of these guys we're gonna have a chance to uh, to still get picked up and, and give get an opportunity. Yeah. All right. Well. Cool. We, we, and obviously, we will we'll keep our eyes on all of that. So, uh, switching gears to basketball. The next big thing for for sports fans in in starving, deprived <laughs> sports fans, you know, Bayheim's army is going to be a huge thing this year. The what's his name? Uh, I forget the 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 guy who started this whole thing. He's very optimistic, obviously, as I would be too if it was you know if I founded it that this is going to go on this summer. And right. we'll just have to see. But Bayheim's Army, nonetheless, putting their team together. So far, got Eric Devendorf, Ty- Tyler Lydon, Malachi Richardson. I think it's Malachi's first time and Tyler's first time. Right? I believe so. Okay. I think so, too. You looked at me like... like I, I don't know. know. Oh, okay. I know, okay. It's, Ma- I know it's Malachi's. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely I'm pretty Mal- sure it's Tyler's, I, I think too. it's Tyler Lydon's because he's been off- in- yeah, he's, they both got drafted the same year, and they just right. got off their rookie contracts. Yeah, so. right. So okay, and that's the that's the criteria. You can't be on there. So um, Eric Thievendorf, man, gotta gotta love. It. As long as this guy can come back and play for Bayheim's Army. Oh, I'm sold. Uh, exactly, exactly. So. Like I mean, it's going to be a sad day when he's like, yeah, you know, I'm just too old. I can't hang with these guys anymore. You know, but right now, I don't see it. I don't see it. He's just 
he's just yeah. he's out there, man. He's out there. So we've got oh, and then we added Brandon Trish today. So are yeah. they they added him? I didn't do anything. But no, you didn't. <laughs> but uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh Brandon Trish, obviously he's been on there before. He did pretty good a couple years ago. Last year, hurt his leg playing in Europe and wasn't able to 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 make it at all and we had like yeah. Jordan Crawford and so like last year was like a me- like I want to forget about last year it was a, it was kind of a mess I was kind of disappointed yeah. I don't I'm not a big fan I got to say you know I'm, I don't know if it's a popular opinion or not but I'm not a big fan of these people that aren't Syracuse alum or didn't at least play a year at Syracuse I'm not a fan of them coming on the team at all Right well, there was a couple of years ago where they had, uh, I forget what his name is now, they had a guard that came and played, but like... Yeah, we he, talked about that. But he wasn't like Jordan Crawford last year, ball hogging, taking a like, NBA player. It almost seemed to me like he was trying to play for... A spot. Play, it was tryouts. Play for, play for like a contract or something. Yeah, it was like tryouts <laughs> like, for I him. mean, and I get it because they, they they were struggling to get some players, and then, you know, you have the injury with Dorf, so you want to get a guard in, or not Dorf with uh, Trish. Trish, and then you want to get a guard in there, and, you know, you have Dorf who knows him personally. So, I mean, they made some things happen to kind of get a legit guy in there, but uh, overall they probably just didn't get enough time playing together. Yeah, I think and, that was one thing. Yeah. Right, so. And, yeah. And the other uh, thing was he yeah. was okay. He was okay, but he took a oh, lot of yeah. shots. Took a lot of shots. He's, he's, he's an NBA player, yeah. yeah. He's, he's okay. He's good. But, again, NBA isn't just a one-man. You know, it's, it's it's how you play as a team, right? So Team effort. Yeah, I don't. I, I think it's fair to say, you know, without bagging on the dude, that they just didn't have a ton of right. cohesion because there wasn't a ton of practice. So Yeah, well, and that's how I think that the overseas elite kind of fell off a little bit this year, too, because you had some of the, the Marquette alumni team, the Ohio State alumni team. They – those guys have been playing together and adding younger talent from their their schools every single year. And, uh, you know, overseas elite, they lost some of their leading scores from the previous years and had a little bit of a different team. And you saw that they fell finally for the first time. So uh, getting some young blood in there and getting these guys used to coming into Syracuse and practicing and playing with each other every year in the summer to play for this tournament, you know, after a couple of years that 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 makes up for it. You know, you can see the difference. So I'm excited, man. I'm very excited. Coming together because we've talked about just how many, how many fringe guys we have right there. We've had so many fringe NBA guys that are out playing overseas and they got random different schedules and times of the year when they play their, their leagues and stuff. So we can't always get every young player and we are wait, we wait for guys to get off their NBA contracts and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's exciting, man. It's exciting and it's always fun, you know, because now's the time. Now's the time of year, obviously, when they're you, you're getting a couple of these announcements every week. Or yeah, every week you're getting a couple of announcements, and then you get to watch this thing come together. Like, you know, you because everybody's rooting for specific people. I mean, even though I know uh, Warwick was a little, he might be, um, might be aging a little bit, but I still would like to see Warwick back. Yeah, uh, a Renzi on Waku. I mean, we still need yeah. a big man. I'd love to see him come back. Uh, a a Raheem Christmas or something that would be awesome. Right. So, oh yeah, um, we still got we got some young blood that we can bring in, and obviously you still have the older the fan window. favorites that can still go in yeah. there. You know, like I'm not so sure your pick from a couple episodes ago, Queth, but uh, I know, I know. <laughs> but Warwick, I mean, he he can definitely go in and he can give you good minutes. He can score, still score pretty much over anybody, and he's still got the length and. Onuwaku still got the size, and and those guys can still play, man. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Quef, that was coming off of watching that 2003 National Championship mm-hmm. game again where he was just awesome, man. You almost forget how good he was because he was overshadowed <laughs> by so much talent. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah. But I would still, hey, if he would announce, if he was like, yeah, I'm playing, I'd be like, hell yes, I'm on board. So I have no problem with that. But we we asked everybody what they thought and, and who they would like to see added to the the original three, Eric Dievendorf, Tyler Lydon, Malachi Richardson. I'm really excited about Malachi, by the way. And, yeah. and Tyler, because it's been so long since I really watched him play, because I, what's the NBA? I have no idea. So, um, so uh, Facebook, Timothy on Facebook says Warwick. Explanation points all over the place. Um, yeah, I just mentioned work. I think that would be good. I mean, j- first of all, Joe, do you have any favorites? Like AO, I like that era. I mean, you only have this little window, really, where it's realistic, yeah. right? Well, yeah, and that's what I mean. I try to look at that because, you know, you can't look so far. And it's because so many people remember these guys and you got to think about how old they are, how long they've been out, you know, the injuries that they've sustained, things like that. It I almost mean, I gets see by face, you, too. Eric on Facebook, Johnny Flynn. I'd, I'd love to see Johnny Flynn. Yeah. Love it. But, like, I don't know what his deal is right now. You know, he had, he had some hip stuff going on in the NBA, and then he was playing overseas and stuff like that. I haven't really heard too much about him. I know. How about so, Matt, Matt with C.J. Fair, though? I love the, I love C.J. Fair, dude. I love yeah. C.J. Fair. The Swan, CJ Fair, he's he's still he's 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 prime age to still play in this tournament. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Um, so I love the CJ. I love the Johnny Flynn um, take, but I'm 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 with Joe. I, we, we don't know I, we don't know what the hell's going on there right now. Now we have remember last year we heard uh, Paul Harris possibly, and then he kind of oh, had something else right. pop up. That's right, right. So. That's another good one. That's another yeah. really good one. Dude's a he's a freaking linebacker. Daryl on Facebook, mellow route. Look at this guy, Daryl. What are you talking about? Mellow, Mellow can't, Mellow can't, right? You can't no. be on NBA contract, right? Mellow um, can't, Mellow can't. R- B- B- Routens can, Routens can. That would be great. Routens, by the way, um, if you need clutch threes in NCAA basketball 2010 for PS3, you need clutch threes. Routens is your guy. He's nailing them all day. Oh, dude, there's. I mean, there's so many guards when you look at it because I mean, there's Benege, there's Cooney. There's oh, Gillen. I would love to see Cooney too. There's Gillen, there's White, right? Yeah, Benajay I mean, last year was on the team, right? I believe so, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's another Gillen, one. Gillen has played Andrew White. I think he played one year. I think he played last year, right, or no? Yes, I think. Was it last year? I mean, last year or the year before. It was one of the two. Yeah, you're right. Um, really good, though. Uh, really good, though. And the guards is the easy one, right? There's so many. It's the yeah. big It's the big men, really, where it gets right. tough. Yeah, Rick Jackson, Rick, Onuwaku, Rick Christmas, Jackson played a Kida. Couple years ago. I'd love to see by Kida. Oh yeah, me too, dude. I mean, Christmas though, I would love to see Christmas, Renzi Onuwaku. Those would be my top two, probably. Yeah, Rick Jackson. I mean, yeah, Rick, Tyler I love Rick Jackson too. I mean, yeah, it's so it's so it's so. I mean, you could put a team together of twenty five guys. Tyler Roberson, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, our boy Gio, you said mentioned Tyler Roberson. Gio is nailing it with these with these inter- interviews yeah. on Orange Heat. By the way, he's doing a fantastic freaking job. So hats off to him for that. Yeah, also, they're good. they're good, man. He's got Scoop Jardine. He's got Roberson. He's got Arenze. He's got Eric Devendorf. Um, I haven't listened to the Tyler Robertson, Robertson one yet, but um, I've listened to all the other ones. So he's doing a really yeah. good job with that. But that's the same why I bring this up. Um, Gio's going to be behind the camera, man. He's going to be holding the mic for this thing on ESPN. So um, 
Good on him. So uh, this is that's one huge reason I want this to go through. Obviously, um, to see him in action, that's going to be really cool. So oh, yeah, um, back- oh, James from James from Facebook said oh, Lance. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw that. That was on Twitter. That was on Twitter. Oh, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. James at James Zuba on Twitter. He he did say uh, Lance. He's all in on the Lance, and <sighs> and you know I don't know who that is. I I do, I do. And I said to him, I said, yeah, it's not today. And he said, all right, maybe tomorrow. So I think he's I think he's too old. <laughs> he's too something. He's too something. <laughs> Short, old. No. What you what are you, Joe? Six? Six foot? Five ten? Five eleven. I play bigger than my height. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Love James. Gonna have James back soon. Well, we were thinking about it tonight, but I was like, ah, last second. So, anyways, I don't want to bug him, but we're gonna have him back. We got tons of we have tons of time for this off season stuff. Plus, yeah. looks like New York's gonna be locked down all the way through August. So <laughs> <laughs> he's got nothing to do. <laughs> so he's got nothing to do. Oh man, it's poor, like it's funny, but poor, I feel bad all at the same poor time. Poor Pacey James is gonna be. He's gonna be so. He's gonna come on. He's gonna come on here. He's gonna be so bright. We're gonna have to turn our turn our uh, adjust our screens. Um, he's okay. Be like he's gonna be like Rick waking out of the coma. <laughs> Stepping outside. <laughs> oh jeez. Okay. All right. So back to back to Twitter. Let's 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 get a couple more of these. Roberson was mentioned by at our flies. Our oh wait, hold on. Our our files ninety. So it's on my phone, bros. I'm, I I think I do. Do I need? Do I need those? Do you more things called? No, 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 no. Were those no. Like bifocals? Do I need bifocals? You might. Oh god. You squint an awful lot. I hope not. Um, at Q's Waterboy, Ennis. Ennis is another good one. I oh, love, that is a good one. I love that yeah. one. I love that one. Watched that Pittsburgh game the other day. Syracuse takeover. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It was good stuff. Uh, at Mets home run guy, Jake. I know him as Jake. From State Farm? <laughs> what are you wearing, Jake? <laughs> um, he says Coach Mack. Now, that's great, but there, is there a conflict of interest there? Can he even do that? I don't know. I don't know. But that would kind of be cool too. That would be, I mean, obviously. But when was the last time you seen him in shorts? You see him in warmups. <laughs> I mean, if Ford can play, I feel like he can play. He practices. He runs oh, with the I'm guys. Oh, I'm sure he's in shape. I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, we got another one here for Andrew White Benjamin on Twitter and at SU Lax Pod. We've got, um, let's see, he's got Routens. He says Routens, among others, and Terrence Roberts. So um, a couple other good ones. He played before, didn't he? Almost Who? positive. Almost positive. Uh, Who? Oh, Terrence Roberts? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he played in one of, the, one of the first teams that they had, I think. Yeah, he played in a couple teams, yeah. Um, so anyways, you guys get the gist. I could go all through <laughs> these. I'm just looking through a couple more for GMAC at Res44, GMAC Christmas, Scoop. Um, you know, Routens again. I mean, Routens is big on here. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna be honest. Another Ennis and Christmas. Christmas is big on here. Sutherland. I was gonna say Sutherland. I was gonna say no Sutherland love. Yeah, no Sutherland. Then we got it. We got a whole lineup here. Routens, Christmas, Ennis Fair, Anawaku, and Flynn. Mm. That's not actually not a, a bit very balanced lineup. Plus, it's six guys. 
So yeah, but he's talking, probably yeah. talking about adding those I, I guys know. to the current yeah. roster. You yeah. goof. Yeah, I get that, Joe. I just well, thought it was making a lot. fun of the guy. No, I'm not at Scott uh, Hess Eleven. Not making fun of you at all. At all. I was making well, fun first of first off. That was that it's was a pretty unbalanced lineup. It is six people. <laughs> like I think everyone knows. I was he's making fun. Five, that so was self-deprecation, on. Joe. And now you're uh. piling on it. And now my self-confidence is like squashed. That's it. I think it's time to end the show now. Who is that? At Scott Hess Eleven. You know I him. Apologize. I I'm sorry, Scott. Apologize. I'm sorry, All Scott. Right. Sorry, Scott. I just got shamed. I just got he shamed. Know, it's he like know not I, what he do. I I just got I just got fan shamed again, and it's like when I go to the grocery store or I'm outside without a mask on, I'm getting mask shamed, and <clears throat> everybody's looking at me funny and whispering about me. But hey, yeah, it's me at work. I do me. You do you. How about that? So. I want to tell you. I just tell people I have the antibodies <laughs> and they leave me alone. <laughs> Scott, sorry, buddy. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good six guys. I love it. So, oh, yeah. anyways. To add on to that roster, 100%. Yeah. Um, so, look. Great post, Scott. Okay, Joe. It's, it's starting to be a little ridiculous now. <laughs> so, look. Hey, Tyler and I. Did an interview with Malcolm Folk. I wish I had mentioned this in the beginning of the show. Malcolm Folk is going to come back. I'm going to get this kid back. I was DMing his dad on Twitter. Just so grateful for him and his family. Dad's Him and his dad are such class acts. They raised a great kid. And we are going to get him back because he's not going to be on the roster for another whole year. He's going to enter a senior year of high school. So um, that's still available. Check it out. We appreciate it. Uh, Joe, any closing thoughts? No, I just I, I'm bummed that I actually missed that interview. And again, oh, yeah, Joe uh, could not make it. Uh, he had a scheduling conflict. But I listened to it. It was good. And I can't wait to meet the kid and talk There's, to him and ask him some questions. But you know, obviously, I'm just hoping that he can play his his senior year of football. Yeah, and that, that too. doesn't get taken taken away from him. So uh, I hope that that can go on and he can go on and, and he can concentrate on that. And then maybe we can get him in after the season or something like that. You know. Yeah, and you know Tyler's got a really cool story about um, his future and how it happened, and has a little tiny bit to do with that interview, which is really cool. So, anyways, I'll nice. let him. I'll let him tell that story. So, uh, when he comes on, we're we're looking. We'll we'll be doing. We'll be back, guys. No worries. Sorry, yeah. sorry, it took so long. We just did a lot in a short amount of time, and. Um, we had some, got burnout, man. I got, got burnout. Yeah, it was it was a little bit of that, but it was also like just life, man. Life is crazy. Well, right that's now. the whole thing, right? Is that we yeah. have full time jobs. We used to have life that is like yeah. kind of crazier than normal, and then we actually like do these movie brackets and go for a whole week, and then do yeah. this music bracket, yeah. right? So it's like it was, you that, know, it's not like we're just sitting around not doing nothing, and we're just podcasting and getting burnout. Like we actually, I mean, our it's off. It's off. We're busy as hell. Yeah, it's off the air stuff. In the the brackets that when I when I committed to that second one, when I started having to put it together and like actually put it on social media, the polls and stuff, I was like, oh my gosh, what did I get myself into? So anyway, it was nice to have a, a quick little break. Yeah. But anyway, uh, look for us. We'll be back. We'll be, we'll get back yeah. in the groove here. So anyway, uh, I want to thank Simply Safe. Obviously, I want to thank all of you for dropping by and listening. If you like it, please share it. We really appreciate all of your support. 
Um, enough can't be said about it, um, especially through these times when there's just no sports going on, Joe, and these people, yeah. I mean, all of you guys are still tuning in. I don't know if it's out of boredom or if it's out of just, um, you know, <laughs> probably out of boredom. Let's be honest. There's really no other reason for this. For, for hey, you know what? If it's out of boredom, that's okay. But we hope out of this boredom that you actually <laughs> might get attached to this podcast and listen to it regularly, yeah. right? It's, yeah, I'll take it. You can cross some fingers, right? Exactly. Well said, Joe. That's it. That's all I got. Uh, for Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast, the fan's voice with Sean and Joe.